0: Holy Spirit began to tell me something. He said, In my heart, there is a soft spot to human beings that desire to walk with me. What did I say? There is a soft spot. From the garden of Eden, Adam and Eve, every evening, God would come down to walk with his creation. But when sin happened, the disconnect happened. Human beings went on to do what they want. They were no more bothered about the fellowship with God. So God, in every generation, He's searching for somebody that will walk with Him. Somebody, even in our church, even in our city, even in our country, God is looking for that one individual. He doesn't need a dozen. Any available individual that God can find that he can still walk with on earth. He's still searching for them. So every generation God found, he found an Enoch. He found a Noah. He found an Abraham. He found an Isaac. And then he's looking at the seed of Isaac. Why don't you look like your father? Why is it that you're so cunning? And that's the thing about the seeds. Not every seed that come out of you is kosher. Some seeds are a Solomon, some others are an an Absalom. Yet God is watching this Jacob and he's saying, why is it that you're not behaving like your father? Why is it that? Wherever you go, you're just cunning and shrewd and deceptive. He said, okay, let me, let me, let me wrestle with this man. God began to wrestle with his flesh. What did I say? with With his flesh. Yeah. In order for spiritual breakthroughs to come, God must begin with wrestling with your flesh. Unless your flesh gives up, the spirit cannot take over. The spirit is too dominant. And that is when the flesh is dead. But when the flesh is too dominant, then the spirit is sleeping. How many of you understand? Desires of the flesh. I want to do what I want to do. I want to go the, what I want to. I don't care about the principles of God. I don't care about the heart of God. I don't care what God has designed for me. I live the life the way I want to. I just care about my career, making money, having a roof, having a nice car, having some. That's all I can think of. I don't care about God's heart. When your flesh is so dominant, even it is all about you and your kids and your house and your family, then your spirit starts becoming weak. But when you begin to become conscious about what is God's heart for my house? What is God's heart for my children? What is God's heart for my finances? What is God's heart for my life on earth? When you bring God into your earthly life, then things begin to shift. So God says, okay, Jacob, I am a God uh, of your father Abraham and Isaac. I want to be known as your God, but there's too much flesh in you. So before I can bless you spiritually, we need to kill that flesh. We need to subdue that flesh. That is why Apostle Paul, I think if I'm not wrong, is 1 Corinthians 13 in the last verse, I suppose, it says that I subject my Flesh, bring my flesh into subjection, to submission, to I am enslaving my flesh. That means that as long as you are on earth, your flesh will be dominant. (sighs) Some people are thinking that if I do a twenty-one-day fast, maybe my I can have overcome my, my problems. Maybe in my flesh, I can if I can fast for 21 days or straight 40 days, I will no more have temptation. But the Bible says, Jesus, right after the 40 days, he was tempted. How do you explain that? So all of you saying, Lord, I don't want to be tempted. Please, Lord, somehow stop the temptation. Stop. No, 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 no. Fasting will not stop your temptation. But dying will. Like literally, you die and go to heaven, you'll have no more temptations. <laughs> Is that the only way you can overcome? You can have no more temptations. As long as you are on earth in this physical body, you will have temptation. You will have anger issues. You will have temptations. You will have attacks to, to trigger your lust. You will have all kinds of temptations as long as you are in this physical body. That is why one of the most anointed men of God that lived on this planet, Apostle Paul said, things that I don't want to do, I do. Some of you are like, oh, maybe this year I I will be 14 years in the Lord and because I'm 14 years, it's double perfection. And so from, from this year, yes, Lord, all the best. All the best you can have triple triple perfection but as long as you are in this human body temptations will come to you so there is no place where you can go that you're no more tempted in your body to respond in flesh but you can go to a place where you can subject your body to order subject your body to the word of god subject Sur- surrender it. Force it to, to order. Force it, I feel like doing this, but nope, it's not an option. Somebody say, it's not, option. it's not an option. That's the only thing. You cannot stop the feelings from coming to you. But you can lock yourself in the room and say, I'm not going out. I, I, uh, she's too cute. I'm not coming out of this room. How many of you understand what I'm saying? You can't just say, I'm going to speak in tongues, and I'm going to hold our hands, and I'm going to overcome this temptation. No, all the best, brother. <laughs> all the best. You can do 14 days fasting, 21 days fasting, 40 day fasting, but until you have subjected your flesh, caged your flesh, you will not be able to overcome the ways of the flesh. So sometimes many people feel guilty about feeling something that you're bound to feel as long as you're on the earth. You're bound to feel attraction in your heart because God made you that way. Did I lose you? God made women to be beautiful. There's only one woman that believes it. She's like, I say, I, I claim that, Pastor. So you can say, Lord, please, Lord. When I look at the women, let them be ugly, Lord. <laughs> Pastor, I'm praying that I will. God made them for that. God made them beautiful. Because he wanted Adam to see her. And fall in love. Okay. Because I know that this is what my flesh does. I will not. Put myself in that place where I can fall. Talk to me. Talk to me. If that means baptizing your phone in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. Some of these phones are waterproof. So you can take a hammer. How many of you get what I'm saying? Subject your flesh. Look at your neighbor and say, subject your flesh. You may not be able to overcome your flesh, but you can subject your flesh. Say, yeah, I know, I know, I know I feel this way, but I have a hammer today. <laughs> yeah, yes, 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 Your computer, pastor, I opened the computer and this advertisement popped up. Listen, 10, 20 years ago, people lived without a computer. You can survive without one. It's better for you to subject your flesh so that your spirit can... I feel the anointing in this house. But pastor, my, my wife provokes me. Why? My wife made me frustrated. My wife, my wife. Don't blame your wife. It's your internal problem. Fix your internal problem. Don't say that. She made me do this. That's the same thing Adam said. It didn't go very well for him. <laughs> <laughs> he said, God, the woman that you gave me made me do this. God said, okay, bro, you take that woman and step out. How many of you understanding what I'm saying? And God went to the woman and the woman said, oh, the serpent that you created. It didn't work out for her as well. How many of you understand? You cannot blame others for your internal problem. You're too quiet now. It's like saying I'm very jealous because you have that shirt. If you didn't wear that nice, good-looking shirt, I wouldn't be as jealous as I am. So you change your shirt. No, 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 no. Sit down. <laughs> How many of you get what I'm saying? So I, I, the jealousy is inside me, but I'm blaming him for wearing a nice shirt. You kill your self. My biggest victory in my marriage happened when I said, I can't blame my wife. (laughs) So I pray that you will not take six years for your eyes to be opened. I pray that you will not take 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, and when you're on the verge of divorce, you come to the pastor and say, can you tell me? No, 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 start today, start today, start today, start today. Don't blame outside circumstance for your internal problems. Subject your flesh. Look at the neighbor and say, subject your flesh. Subject your flesh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I shouted because you made me shout. Oh, yeah. How about I, I bring a cop? Will you shout at the cop like that? Because you try shouting at the cop. He has a very nice car. <laughs> he will take you on a ride. A joy ride, it got colorful lights, music, loud music. (laughs) And he'll take you on a vacation. There is a hotel with bars on the hotel. (laughs) And and the free food. They'll give you a uniform. (laughs) How is it that you don't have self-control with your wife, but... As soon as the cop comes, hey, all of a sudden you don't have anger issues, everything, <laughs> yes sir, okay sir, no problems. <laughs> Look at your neighbor one more time. It, 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 if, they, if they are if they're squirming in the sea, that means it's this, this working, it's working. So help me preach to them. Said so this year we are going to subject our flesh. Come on, tell them that. Yeah, yeah. This year, I want his nearness. His nearness is my greatness. So the angel said, okay, let's let's wrestle this guy's flesh because he has too much confidence in his flesh. He thinks he can do it. He thinks he's somebody. He thinks that he is smarter than Laban and his, his father-in-law and he's smarter than his own father and he thinks that he's smarter than his older brother. Let me just teach him that, you know, you are not the best bro. You're not the best. Let me teach him some humility the angel of God began to wrestle. He began to wrestle. Anytime we are in the house of God, we got to remember it is an honor and a privilege to be in the presence of God. Yes. Yes. It is not a right. It is a privilege. For me to be a pastor is not a right. It is a privilege. For you to be able to serve in this church is not your right. It's a privilege. For you to usher, for you to greet, for you to do anything in the house. It's not your right. It's a privilege. So the angel said, let me talk to him. Let me talk to him. I need to wrestle with this man's flesh because he has too much ego problem." he thinks he can defeat everyone let me show him how he is dependent on me so god manifested his side that looked like weakness it wasn't weakness of god don't misunderstand it was never the uh, weakness of god god was acting weak because you got to understand this one angel one slap he gave, 100,000 men were killed. <laughs> one, one swipe, pooh, 100,000 men fell dead. You're telling me uh, Jacob was stronger than the angel? Nah, come on, bro. God is saying, I'm going to show you my weakness. I'm going to act like I'm weak. I'm going to see, I want to see how persistent are you? How desperately do you want this blessing how hungry are you and he wrestled and he wrestled some people quit after one attempt two attempt three attempt fourth attempt fifth attempt sixth seventh after six months after one year after two years after three years it went on and the angel looked and said this wrestling is not ending this guy is not giving up 12 o'clock 1 o'clock 2 three, four in the morning he said the sun is about to come up if the sun comes up, people in the vicinity will see this wrestling match soon the word is going to go out people are going to come around to see this wrestling match, this brother is not giving up he said okay now I am going to bless him now I am going to bless him because he would not give up How tightly can you hold on to what you want? How tightly? How quickly do you get offended and walk away from your own blessing? When you know that this is a man that is supposed to bless you. How quickly do you give up? How quickly? Hey, hey. So even in your marriage, you got to understand order. In your marriage, understand what? Order. I don't care how anointed the woman is. How prayerful she is. I don't care what she does. God is a God of order. He placed your husband in your life. Your husband may not be half anointed as you. But don't disrespect him. Because sometimes when God wants to release a certain anointing on your life, He will watch and see how you honor the man that he has placed in your life. The only place you have to draw a line is if that man is dishonoring God. That's where you have to draw the line. But every other area, God will say, before I bless you, let me see how you treat the man that I have placed over your life. How do you deal with him? How do you honor him? God will look, God will watch to see before he can bless you further. Second, the Bible says, he that gets a wife receives favor from the Lord. So if you have a wife, you have received what? Favor from the Lord. Even when you lead her, you have to lead gently. Now this is a problem that no, can I keep going? Yes. Is this interesting? Yes. Okay, 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 okay. I see joy coming all over the face of some people. <laughs> it's like, oh, my husband is listening right now. <laughs> How much can you fight for what you believe is yours? When he saw that he did not let go, Just for example, just for you to see. The fact that he held on, held on to the angel. He didn't take a break. He didn't say, now I'm tired, I need a vacation. He held on. He didn't say, oh, this is too hard. You're being so unreasonable now. He held on. He held on. He held on. He held on to God. He held on. He held on, he held on. But he had to wait till early in the morning, just before sunrise. He couldn't give up. It was that moment, blessing came. Many people give away. You've come all the way and three o'clock you let go. Two o'clock you're like, I need rest. One o'clock you're like, this is too much. Midnight, you're already exhausted. Hold on. Hold on to God. God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Not just seek him. Some people are upset because they sought God and then get breakthrough. But what God is looking for is somebody that will hold on and not let go. It is that diligence that is rewarded. Anybody can pray. For three hours. Once in a while. Anybody. Can give their tithes. Once in a while. Anybody. Can be faithful. To a house. Once in a while. Anybody. Can love Jesus. Once in a while. Once in a while. Anybody can shout and clap and praise God. Once in a while. But God is not looking for once in a while. He's looking for. Consistency. He's looking for somebody that has got a grip on God and say, I'm not letting go, Lord. I'm not letting go, I'm not letting go on Monday, I'm not letting go on Tuesday, I'm not letting go on a Wednesday, on a Thursday, on a Friday, on a Saturday, on a Sunday, in the second week, in the third week, in the fourth week, in the fifth week, in the second month, in the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, tenth, eleventh, and the twelfth month. Still holding on, still holding on. My grip, I am tired, but my grip is on the Lord the Lord. Lord, I shall not be moved. I shall not let my ego enter. I shall not off- let false stay. I shall not discouragement shall not take over me. Depression shall not take over me. No demons shall take over me. No mind attacks. No heart attacks. No spirit attacks. No witchcraft. No jealousy. No soulish prayers. Nothing can stop me. Look at the neighbor and say, is your grip Tight. Tight, 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 tight. In your marriage is your grip tight. In the Lord is your grip tight. In the house of God is your grip tight. Is your grip tight? Because weeping endures the night. There is a reward coming for those who have not let go, not let go, not let go, not go. I said not let go, not let go, not let go, not let go, not let go. Not let go. Touch two people and say don't let go, don't let go. Pentecost came upon a group of people. Pentecost. The highest level of anointing that came in an entire century in decades, in many centuries, came upon the people of Pentecost. It was what was prophesied by Joel. It was prophesied by the prophets. It was prophesied by Isaiah. It was a culmination of many prophets. It was a moment of moment. It was a moment when the Holy Spirit came upon the church. It was a moment in history that Jesus himself prophesied about. Pentecost came. And with Pentecost came persecution. A few days after, maybe exact number of days is not mentioned. The disciples all had to come back again and say let us pray one more time for a second impartation. Bro, what are you saying? You just got the best impartation ever. You just got the biggest anointing outpour ever. The Holy Spirit fell upon you like it's never fallen upon anybody. It, didn't, it wasn't even upon the big, big prophets. They didn't have what you got. But a few weeks after, they're all coming, huddling together and say, we got to pray again. We got to pray again for a second touch. Why? Persecution had arose. When God's blessing comes, persecution comes together. Attacks of the enemy come together. So when somebody is asking, God bless me, you have to also remember with that blessing will come spiritual attacks. The very fact that you have spiritual attacks next to your blessing is a sign that that blessing was from God. I don't know who I'm talking to. But this is a moment when you need to protect your miracle. Because what the enemy wants to do is he wants to steal the joy in your miracle. So you got a blessing from heaven and the devil doesn't like it and he's saying, oh, okay. Oh, so you're happy. Okay. I'm going to attack you so that I can steal the joy of the blessing that you just received. Tell the devil, I'm exposing you right now in Jesus' name any time god blesses you the enemy will come to steal your joy he wants to put his hand into you shake you up a little so that when your your faith is weak he can come in and steal the blessing how many of you understand what i'm saying tighten your grip tighten your grip All of them said, it's okay that these persecutions are coming. Let us gather again. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. You want to kill the devil? I'll tell you the formula to kill the devil. If there is a fire that has stirred up the serpent to come against you, keep the fire burning. Because it is the same fire that is going to consume the snake that was stirred up in the first place. Is anybody listening to what I am saying? if your hallelujah is releasing a blessing, the same hallelujah is going to release some demons. In order for you to fight those demons, keep the hallelujah going. Tighten your grip. Look at your neighbor and say, tighten your grip. (laughs) (laughs) Clap like never before. Praise like never before. Love like never before. Serve Jesus like never before. Is God speaking to somebody in this house? How many of you listening to what I'm saying? Regroup. Regroup. Is anybody listening? Regroup, regroup, regroup. Gather together again. Get together again. Get together again. Pray one more time. Pray one more time, pray one more time. There are people that that pray once and they're just sitting there comfortably because every blessing will be challenged. Jesus looked at the Peter and said, Peter, come, come walk on the water. So Peter's like, hey, Jesus is the one who called. What could go wrong? And he started walking, not realizing that every blessing will be challenged. Every blessing will be challenged challenge everything that God is doing in your life it will be challenged and that's how you will know whether this gold is real because any gold that is not tested in fire don't buy it if you really want to buy a gold find a gold that is tested with fire that's how you know this is quality gold Hey, if it can survive a fire I don't need to see the oil flowing on your head, on your beard and flowing down your robes. I don't need to see the fire on your head. All I need to see is you standing and I will know the anointing of God is upon you. If the enemy came like a flood, and if you're still found standing, if they threw you in the lion's den, and if it still found you standing, I know your God is alive. Some people are asking, where is, where is God? Where is God? I want to see the sign of God. Bro, watch me stand. Hey, watch me, I just came through the fire and there is not even a smell of fire. Somebody take 30 seconds and celebrate the goodness of the Lord on your life. Somebody say, thank you, Jesus. As we sing this, the Lord is going to strengthen your feet hear what i said as you're singing this the lord's grace is going to be multiplied that video, like, subscribe and share. God bless you.